Hello and welcome back to another edition of Bat Books for Beginners. My name is Nick and I'm your host and today I'm going to be guiding you through a particular Batman story called Mad Love. This is from the Batman series, uh, The Batman Adventures. It's a one-shot comic book which was published in 1994, written by Paul Dini, who's a writer on, who was a writer on the Batman the Animated Series and Batman Beyond. Um, he's been doing some comic work lately as well with things like Gotham City Sirens. And uh, the art's provided by Bruce Tim, who's the executive producer on uh, the whole DC Animated Universe in the 90s. He's also been working um, very hard on the animated films the last few years and um, is a great creator of uh, Batman products. And you know, he was the co creator of the animated series. So, this story is kind of set in the continuity of that original animated series. It won an Eisner Award for the best single story in 1994. And it was later adapted with a few minor alterations uh, as an episode of the animated series in the new Batman Adventures. And so this story details um, the origin and the focuses on the relationship of Harleen Quinzel, or otherwise known as Harley Quinn. So let's find out all about her background. I give the punchlines around here. Got it? Yes, sir. So as I mentioned, the story revolves around the Joker's psychic, Harley Quinn, who was once a psychiatrist, Dr. Harleen Quinzel. She fell in love with the Joker after spending time with him inside Arkham Asylum. And she develops an obsession with him and turns to crime just to win his love. Time passes and the Joker still remains fixated on Batman's elimination, rebuffing Quinn's advances and kicking her out of their hideout. Quinn decides that the only way to make the Joker love her is to kill Batman, which she attempts to do by feeding him to a school of piranhas. She nearly succeeds, but Batman distracts her by laughing at Harley's plan and explaining that the Joker's tales about his unhappy childhood were lies, citing several different accounts the Joker has told others. When she insists that the Joker does really love her, Batman convinces her to call the Joker so that he will know she accomplished her goal, as otherwise the piranhas would leave no evidence. The Joker, upon arrival, however, is infuriated that Harley would try to kill Batman herself. Harley explains her plan to him, but this only angers the Joker further, roaring, if you have to explain a joke, there is no joke. The Joker strikes Quinn with a plastic swordfish, causing her to fall out a window. Renee Montoya saves her from her death. The Joker then decides nonetheless to use the opportunity to finally kill Batman, apparently taking Harley's earlier idea of just shooting him instead of a complicated plan, to which the Joker screamed back that Batman's death had to totally humiliate him. This escalates into a wild chase ending atop a moving subway train where Batman confronts his nemesis, taunting him, saying, I have to admit, she came a lot closer to killing me than you ever did. The Joker attacks him, but after a vicious fight, Batman sends the Joker plunging into a burning smokestack. Back in Arkham, a heavily injured Quinn decides that the Joker had merely used her and renounces him forever, wanting nothing more than to heal and leave Arkham for good. But a moment later, she finds flowers sent to her by her clownish bow with a get well soon card, and soon she falls in love with him all over again. 
It soon became clear to me that the Joker, so often described as a raving homicidal madman, was actually a tortured soul crying out for love and acceptance. A lost, injured child trying to make the world laugh at his antics. And there, as always, was the self-righteous Batman. Determined to make life miserable for my angel. Yes, I admit it. As unprofessional as it sounds, I had fallen in love with my patient. So I think the story of Harley Quinn's origin is, is good fun. I really enjoy the interaction between her and the Joker. I think it's very amusing. It's really interesting to learn about her background. I was fascinated that she was a doctor at Arkham and, and the Joker managed to use her. And I thought it was a great study of her character and the simple effects that her infatuation with the Joker has had on, on her life. Or, or should I call him Mr. J? Uh, I think Bruce Timm's art is excellent, it's angular, it's blocky style. It's the one that's dominated those those 90s cartoons, the, the best animated stuff we've ever seen on TV, and that style is what you get in this book. Um, and I think it maybe even looks better in, in a comic book. Um, so I think Mad Love was one of his big debuts on the comic scene, and he really did a great job with it. You know, the facial expressions on Harley and the Joker... Are excellent. They're better than the animated series that reinterpreted the episode. It's more detail. His work just has an overall energy to it, and, and it feels very dynamic, and I really, really liked it. I think Bruce Timm is a fabulous artist. Uh, the Joker was done very well here, and it opens up a few new facets to his character with, with the partnership with Quinn, their relationship. How does it work? Does the Joker actually care for her, or is he just using her? Um, what if Harley Quinn did beat Batman? Um, that would have been very interesting. Joker has to apparently humiliate Batman before he can kill him. And there was a lot crammed into this story. I mean, it's fairly brief, this story, but there was a lot in there. And um, that was that's to its credit, I think. You also see that Batman understands both of these villains particularly well. He knows exactly how they work and uh, knows how to play them against each other and knows how to manipulate them as well. One, I wouldn't say it's a flaw with Harley Quinn's character. It's more of a frustration in this fact that I understand she's in love with the Joker, but she does put up with so much from him. Um, and there are a few... Uh, you know, beatings in this story which look like they hurt a bit and it's I can understand that she you know, she relentlessly loves the Joker, but um sometimes you have to question it a bit how she puts up with it all. So it feels like the animated series this story with a slightly more mature twist, just a little bit. With there was I mean a, there was a bit of sexual innuendo with the failed seduction moment and the beatings as I mentioned. Uh, the way she slept with a teacher at college to get a higher grade. Things like that gave it a slightly more mature feel and uh, worked really well for me. So all in all, I really enjoyed this story. Um, it's a great study of not only Harley Quinn, but the Joker and Batman too, and how they how the trio of them work together. Perhaps got a tiny bit predictable towards the end, but that might just be because I'm familiar with Harley Quinn's character. But uh, mostly... A very good story. Would highly recommend it. Four out of five batarangs. You know, for what it's worth, I actually enjoyed some of our romps. But there comes a time when a gal wants more. And now all this gal wants is to settle down with her loving sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs>
You and the Joker? Ryder Rooney! <laughs> I've never seen you laugh before. I don't think I like it. Cut it out! You're giving me the creeps! You little fool. The Joker doesn't love anything except himself. Wake up, Harleen. He had you pegged for hired help the minute you walked into Arkham. That's not... No. No! He told me things, secret things he never told anyone! Was it his line about the abusive father? Or the one about the runaway mom? He's gained a lot of sympathy with that one. Stop it! You're making me confused! What was it he told that one parole officer? Oh, yes. There was only one time I ever saw Dad really happy. He took me to the ice show when I was seven. Circus. He said it was the circus. He's got a million of them, Harley. You're wrong! My button does love me! He does! You're the problem. And now you're gonna die and make everything right. So I hope you enjoyed that story, focusing on a uh, villain for a change. Next time we're going back to the uh, the good side. We're going to be rejoining Robin, and we're going back to the Robin miniseries, which I've been slowly working through. We've done one and two, and now we're going into the third one, which is called Robin: Cry of the Huntress. So it's the third miniseries, and in it, Tim Drake is in trouble with his dad for spending far too much time with Bruce Wayne. And he's in trouble with Batman after making a mistake as Robin. And he's been grounded for a few days. So what does Robin do? He teams up with the Huntress, of course. All in the next episode of BBFB, so look forward to that. I've been Nick. See you then. Bye. Knock, knock, Puddin'. Say hello to your new, improved heart.